Listen, mate, you get them fucking creases and you wind them out, you move forward, you crack on, you keep putting one foot in front of the other and you'll get there. Look, there's no point being the richest man in the pub, you know what I mean? And I was going to drink with you. I'm, I'm like bringing my friends and family yeah. with me. Now, there are days where I'll get up before him and it'll still be half 11 at night and I'll still be grafting. We employ 14 people now, mm. you know? Like, like, there's 14 people that I give jobs to every day. There's so many things that I've built off the back of that show. So, thanks for coming on again, Tom. Thank you for having me, mate. Oh, I enjoyed being in the studio, setting up studio shop even. We turned it into shop. a studio today, haven't we? That's it, yes, mate. Yeah, yeah. so down at my shop, the Dan Lakeside Shopping Centre. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for making a trip down. No, no, I've enjoyed it. We missed all the traffic to had a clean run, so it was uh, it was all right. But how's it? How's life been? Yeah, mate. Yeah, it's been good, mate. I just, listen, I'll be honest with you, I, I just don't stop grafting, mate. Mm. Like, I've, been, I've been really busy recently, and uh, yeah, I've, I mean, say really, I got married a few weeks ago, um, just been away on holiday, but other than that, I've been back the grind back to the graft and uh, trying to earn some money yeah no, no I saw a few videos from Lewis and I saw your stories when you were on a holiday but I think it was before wasn't it it got a bit bad sunburnt what's that mate I just, listen I burn like you can't believe <laughs> I just go bright red I tan afterwards and I go bright red mm. like, straight away see I'm a bit like that but then it just doesn't really tan it <laughs> burns and I just go like, completely pale and start peeling and all that yeah, oh, see I don't get that point but I just like burn and then it just drifts, yeah, drifts yeah, a little yeah. bit but what I thought would be best to do just start the beginning really so school what was school yeah, like mate, for so you? I, I enjoy school, really. Like, yeah. um, I mean, people are comfortable when I'm sorry, mate. Yeah, I'm right. like, These rattan sets are lovely and comfortable. Yeah, no, they're, they're for sale <laughs> in the lakeside shop. Pop, Dan. We've got an offer on. Um, right, so, yeah, school, mate. I used to enjoy school. Um, I did get expelled from school. Uh, I, I've told this story a few times. It's... Um, when I was a kid growing up, like I, I was always a worker. Like I had, uh, I had a job on a Saturday in in my dad's friend's barbershop sweeping up there. Um, I used to go and set up the market stalls and run for market. Mm. Um, I, I had paper rounds coming out of my ear. I used to do loads of them. All all round Gideon Park, London Road, Romford, all round everywhere around there. Um, and and I remember going to my dad, going, "Listen, like, how can I earn some extra money?" And uh, my dad went to me, I'll find something for you. Because I was like, Dad, he's number five I go to school with. And he was just going up, nah, like, you're going you to get your own money, I ain't give you nothing. So, so he come back home in the pub one night, drunk, um, with, with his mate Uncle Al. And uh, he had a suitcase full of uh, porno and pirate DVDs. <laughs> And uh, he went to me, look, right, what you're going to do is, he said, uh, he said, you're going to sell these at school. He said, he said, you go, you go, uh, three quid each, two for a fiver, and you've got to give me a pound of DVD. But I went, lovely, I'll do that, Dad. And, and uh, went to school, put put the suitcase in me locker, got my drawstring bag, was out knocking them out to all my little mates at school and uh, started earning some money out of them, doing really well out of them. And then I remember the second day, went to me locker, filled the bag up again. I was in the lunch hall, uh, leant over asking the teacher what I want to do. I go, Mitch, I'll, have the, I'll have the beans, Miss, I'll have the sausage, I'll have the mash. As I leant over, the bag split, selection of porno DVDs scattered along the, uh, the, the school lunch hall floor. And uh, next thing you know, I was frog marched to the headmaster's office, and uh, that, was, that was the day I got expelled. So, so, they so, give it to you back, the DVDs, that? they give no, it to you back. No. <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't reflect them. <laughs> So, so that, so that was, uh, so, so I finished school before before the GCSEs, but it, it sort of made me more hungry to sort of go work. Like I never, I was, I, I was, all, I weren't a naughty boy at school. I was a cheeky boy at school, but I was dyslexic, so yeah. I, I struggled. I did struggle with school, you know, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't, wouldn't say I was thick. I wouldn't say I was like the problem child, but but I, w- I was having a laugh and making a joke, and 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 it, probably the best thing that ever happened to me was leaving school early. Because I went, I went, I literally started working with my dad and, and, and uh, going forward from there. And, and 
And it sort of taught me how to be a man, you know. Like when I was sort of 16, 17, I always had money in my pocket and used to go out and used to be out by myself trainers and things like that because I was working. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think, I think at school, it's a big thing now, but it's the whole university thing. If you don't go uni, yeah, it's a bit yeah, of a failure yeah. and all that. I, I don't really believe in all that, but I think school is good for people skills. 100%. That was my thing about but I do it. think that schools teach kids the wrong things. I do, yeah. like, like, as I've got older and realised what I, like, to run my business, what I need to know, like, a lot of it I don't need to know and I have mm. to ask advice and get taught things and, but, I think there's so many things that should be taught at school to kids about being a businessman or about being an entrepreneur that, that you, you don't learn that and, and I think when you go to doing it for yourself, you do find it hard. I suppose that's why we have things like accountants, yeah, you know, like advisors, financial advisors to help people but I do think there could be more done at school mm. to teach to teach kids how, you know, how to pay bills, how to save money, that, yeah, all them sort tax, of things. VAT, mate, stuff like I was that a well. nightmare with money, mate. Mm. Like, honestly, you, like when I was younger, if I'd earn hundred pound, I'd spend hundred pound. You know yeah, what I mean? I was always like that. Like, and if you was taught at school, just save ten percent, just save twenty percent. You'd be so many more kids or, or young adults now that would be in a better position. hundred percent. I remember because we didn't learn about anything, no, no business. It was never offered at school. I remember like, even like college, you get paid, go out to the club, spunk it all, out, then skin for the rest mate, of the month. Listen, and then- <laughs> I'm, I'm the world's worst. Mate. I've been yeah. there buying bottles of champagne with no money in my pocket. Going, I've got to owe you two, huh? <laughs> Right, come back next week and pay and in front of that. But that's things. Obviously, you left school, and then the market stores in front. That that must have been quite a big learning. Yeah, mate. Like, like so, so, so grafting them. I love yeah, the market. Yeah. Absolutely love the market. Like there weren't anywhere that anything I couldn't get my hands on. And I'd ever go at anything. You know, one week I'd be doing uh, women's clothes. Next week I'd be doing bloody school bags. Next week yeah, I'd yeah. be doing bed sheets. It just never really. There was never one set set in stone. And, mm. and uh, I always sort of find the line. And I used to do quite. I used to do quite this. I never done seriously well on the market but I used to yeah. do quite well but my problem was I, I was a spender at a young age and until I got a bit older and learned you know you, th- th- this ain't a life go out and go and earn a thousand quid and spend a thousand quid that ain't, you know what I mean I was until I, I got a bit older um, and wisened up and, and learned a lot I think that's that's really yeah you know? well, even the market has become quite a trendy thing now I don't know if you saw Gymshark recently they set up a market still I can't remember where it was and they had their owner Ben Francis doing the, sort of all the sales for it Brilliant. And they started doing everything like that. I love that chip shot. He's done so well, that fella, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He smashed it. The two of them, wasn't it? Both set it up, and they're both now worth hundreds and hundreds of millions. That's it. I love it. a bit of pattern behind them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're loving it. But, yeah, I mean, the marketers, you always see it. Because Eddie Hearn always speaks about it and stuff like that yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, always yeah, things yeah. like that geezery kind of sales thing. We, we never used to have it round by us. I wish there was something like round by us that we could have like, got Well, like a Wall, for Wall Street sales office. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, the only one by us was like shisha pens. Remember those old little like, knockoff like vapes, basically, they used to do. That was all we used to have. All like, guys selling like dodgy cigarettes and stuff like that. That's all, that's all we had. So, I was in the market stalls and everything like that. And then, what happened next after that? So, I mean, uh, well, I had, I had the market stalls and then, and then trying to think now, if something's gone in the last couple of years, then I started doing pillows, yeah. and I mean, so I had the market, and I started, and what happened was, I remember going to, going with my missus to go and buy a pillow, and I think it was, I, I mean, I might be getting this wrong now, but it was about 90 quid or 100 quid, and I, and I remember looking and thinking, how ah, is this 100 quid or 90 mm. quid, and and I was selling a bit of bed linen, I was selling some bed sheets, and I, I was doing the odd pillow, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to find out how and why, so I ended up buying this pillow, and driving up to a, to a manufacturer, a well-known manufacturer, and said, look, like, could you make me something similar to this? And um, I remember it being, oh, God, I mean, it's so long ago now, either nine quid or 11 quid to make this pillow that was almost £100. Yeah, yeah. And, and I remember thinking, there's a market there. Mm. Like, there, there's a serious market. And I remember making a very similar pillow. 
and and I'm, I mean, I borrowed some money to go and make the first hundred, and I drove around to different to different um, mattress and bed shops, and I started getting a little round, and I was the pillar man. I'd knock on shop stores, how you doing, mate? Well, I've got these lovely pillars, equivalent temper pillars, almost 100 quid. We're selling this one at 30 pounds. It's going to cost you 15 quid, now to make a fiver a pillow, and then, and then I sort of built around a little round about sort of 50 or 60 shops. Each shot would sell sort of 10 pillars a week, and that's how I'd start doing 500 pillars a week, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Nicking a fiver a pillow, and it was a good little business, and uh, built that up and, and started doing that, and then the next thing happened, I was on The Apprentice. Mm. How, how was that? Loved it, mate. Absolutely. I'd always say that The Apprentice was the best thing that I've ever done, um, especially for my business. Like, I ain't your typical apprentice candidate. Yeah, of course. Like, like listen, I never went to college, I never went to university. Like, I, I, never, I never had a proper job. I've always worked on market stores, bought and sold, like, out the back of vans, you know what I mean? Like, I've, I've always been, like, never dodgy, but, like, I was always a little bit close to the edge, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I loved, I loved, like, that the, when I went there, there was so many people there and I just got on with everyone. Like everyone was so different and, I, and it was the biggest learning curve I think I've ever had because when you go to The Apprentice, mm. they throw you in this lovely big ass, this beautiful ass and you're with, you're with 15 or 16 other people, other candidates that you do not know. You don't know yeah, who they are like, and, and you get to know them and, every, and you find everyone's different from different walks of life something to do different work to you and, and you become friends. You become a bit of a, like, a weird little fat, like, dysfunctional family in a, in yeah. a mad way because you're all living in this ass together and you're all in a competition but... But yeah, mate, it, 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 I enjoyed it so much meeting Lord Sugar doing these mad tasks going to South Africa. Like it was an experience like no other. And and, and I'd recommend anyone watching this who who thinks they want to go on the apprentice, do it. You know what I mean? Have a go, do it. What was your favourite task on there? I, I remember the South Africa one quite well because I remember the sales pitch about seeing the Big Four and everything like that. That's it. Yeah, I, I loved them all really. I mean, South Africa was blind. I loved doing the isolated task because I sold out of isolates within like the first half I hour. I do remember watching that because uh, we had to go and get some more isolates because I sold them all out. That was a good one. The train one was good because we were going this beautiful old steam train and it went round the country and we sat on it for hours and we'd done this task sort of serving food and giving bottles of wine out. That was a great one as well. They was all, they was all good tasks. Everything was different, but yeah, loved them all really. You see, I do think, and Liz going to hate me saying this, I do think you're probably the most likable person that's ever been, been on there. And I, I think... I, I think mate, you make me in real life, I'm actually a prick. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we've met a couple of times now, but you are exactly how you come across as well. There's nothing I like fake about it. Sometimes you do see with... With certain people, they might sort of act a certain way, then you meet them. Yeah, and I not. mean, look, listen, like on that show, there's one thing like, I always done. I never, I never spoke about anyone behind their back, which a lot yeah. of them do on there. I never dog no one. I know, that's not me. That's not my style. Like, mm. and, and and I'd always hold my hands up f- f- for my own mistakes. Like, look, listen, I know, I knew, there's one thing I knew I was good at it was selling, but yeah. like the other things, I knew I was, I was pony at, I was terrible. Mm. So I was there to learn, and I was there to sort of go through the process and and pick up and practice. And yeah, look, look, I was just myself, mate. I just had a laugh on there, and, and, and I'm glad that I come. Across well when people like me on it really yeah because how big was social media for you when you came off because obviously mad, yeah. it kind of went crazy for you yeah I mean look, as soon as the show finished um, sorry pardon me so we baking an egg sandwich <laughs> coming up on me as soon as the show finished um, me, me, me life changed uh, like I remember I remember just got walking up walking, funny enough walking up to Lakeside Shopping Centre to go and get a pair of trainers I couldn't walk from the car to, to, to the JD Sports to get a pair of trainers back in it was mad. I was getting grabbed hold of phone photos. Like then, I got invited to do Celebrity Master Chef. Yeah, um, I eight out of ten cats. I'm sitting there with Jimmy. I'm having like lunch with film stars. Like mm. my, my business went colossal. It it was honestly a life changing experience. Become good friends with Lord Sugar. It was just 
it was just mad. Like, like the opportunities and the doors that that opened for me was 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 unbelievable. And I'm so grateful, you know, mm. so grateful for it. Because I think, especially with like social media, I don't think there's anyone that I think I can think of that when we said that we're filming with you. Can you get a video saying Bosch? Can you get this? Can you get that? And it's like, and I was like, people didn't even know. They were like, oh, I don't know who that is. And I was like, you say one thing, like send one video. They go, I know who that is. The guy that drinks Stella or that shouts Bosch. And I'm there like, well, he's not just known for that. I was like, but yeah, obviously that. But the word Bosch, obviously it's now everywhere. We're saying Bosch World, just Bosch Beds. Yeah. Where are Bosch Drivers yeah. you've got there? I've just, mate, I'd, it's just a word that I've just always said as a kid, Bosch. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Bosch. <laughs> Bosch. And I just always said it. And, uh, they picked it up on the, on, on the Apprentice, funny enough, and it sort of become viral. Nah, like, I walk down the street, little young kids go, Bosh! You know, I'll be, be sitting outside my pub and a car drive past a van, and they go, Bosh, Jimmy! Like, it's just everyone just started saying it, you know? Like, and all my friends have started saying it. Like, even me mate, me, me, one of my good friends, Johnny Fisher, he's a boxer. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's called his little following the Bosh Army, you know? Like, I have yeah. seen that, yeah. <laughs> we got, we got, yeah, we got, we got Bosh salt. It's just mad. We got, we got, um, Bosch has become a mad little thing and I've named all my businesses, all my products are named in some sort of Bosch way. Well, like we've got the Bosch Patio Garden Eaters. Mm. This is the Bosch World Garden Furniture Store. Bosch Beds Shop in Brentwood. They've got the Bosch Sales Office. Bosch, there's Bosch, lions of Bosch products and I'll keep bringing them out and, and I'll milk it as far as I can, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but people love it though, don't they? Mm. So why wouldn't you? It is, is it, yeah. it is one of those things. It's like, to be fair, we've seen when we were setting up, the amount of people that have walked past, it's like, Popping in yeah. and stuff like that, and then you get a few people go, "That's the guy that says Bosch." That's like pointing in the face, yeah. stuff like that. And I'm just like, "You got to embrace it, don't you?" Because people honestly. love it, and then they're the people that are coming in here buying stuff. Yeah, no, I, like I, mate, I love it. Like it's, it's, it's um, yeah, it's, look, it's just nice. It's nice to be recognised. I do like being recognised, and, and, and I do like meeting people. And, and like, I like, do you know what I do? I don't know if you, I don't know if you follow me on Twitter or anything, yeah, but yeah. like, Twitter, Twitter's probably my best platform. And like, all I do is just I work hard, and and, and like. I wouldn't have what I've got without hard work. I know obviously the TV helped me up massively and it did, yep. but if I hadn't have followed it and pushed it and I wouldn't have built up, you know, a successful career. But we employ 14 people now, mm. you know, like, like there's 14 people that I give jobs to every day. There's so many things that I've built off the back of that show. And, and I do videos on Twitter every morning, you know, guys, I'm in the van today, guys, I'm down the warehouse. Guys, and like, and it, I don't want to say like that, but it, it helps people, you know. Like, and if yeah. if one person just watches one video and goes, "Tom, like, you inspired me to go and I, I was in a dead end job for twenty years, didn't like it. I watched that video and I thought, you know what, I can do it, and, and it changes, you know. Like, that, I love that. I love that about it. That it's given me a platform. It's given me something to to talk to people, to to share my story. I love it. I do honestly I enjoy it. Mm. I think the biggest brands right now, as well, and the ones that are doing really well, are focused on community, and they build a really big community. And I think that's what you've got. To a T. Mate, listen, like, I'm all about, I'm all about, look, my whole business model is affordability, yeah, and good customer service. Now, like, now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you into saying, actually, now, so last couple of weeks, right, I had a hard decision to make, but I had a, I had a, I had a couple of staff members that, 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 that were working for me, that are friends, that weren't pulling their weight properly, and we started getting a couple of bad reviews, you know, like, Phoned, phoned in, spoke to a girl in the office, nothing happened. And and like and I thought, what 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 is going on? Like that ain't my brand and, and it was really and it, I've been stressed out about it all week, funny enough. Um I had to, you know I had to let I had to let a couple of people go, like and was gutted. Gutted because I thought they're my friends, I thought they want to see me. But like another thing I found is that people do get jealous of success as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like I've had to I've had to I've, I mean I had to get new staff in. They're great. I mean, I mean, my—you st- you haven't got a business without staff, and my staff mean a lot to me. And I look after all my staff, and and like, I but some people do take kindness for weakness, you know. Mm. And um, 
when the team I got around me, it'd been like big lengths, you know, Mitchell Gareth over there. We've got, yeah, we've got yeah. some, we've Gareth got some. Gareth's been great this morning. Yeah, we've been cracking some, up with him all morning. We've got yeah. some, like, you know, my, my missus Sinead, she's, my, like they say, you need a good woman behind you. My missus is so supportive, like, can't believe. You know, I've got a fantastic team behind me. My friend Cole, you know, I've got brilliant people that are with me. My friend Charles, they're all part of my team. And they all pull their weight and push me. But sometimes in business world, you do get a couple of people that you think are with you that, that ain't. And, uh, I had to make a decision this week. It was a hard one, and I've been so stressed out about it. But I had to do it, and, and we got new we got new starters, and they're doing really well, and they're building onwards and upwards. But yeah, shit. See, I went quite similar. At the start of my business, I only hired mates, and then everyone's like, "Oh, it's a bad idea." And I was like, no, "Yeah, but it isn't. It isn't. Because like, like, you find out who your real mates are. Like, like I've got some blind them. I've got mates that, are, that, that are die for me. You know what I yeah. mean? And I die for them. Like." I've got mates that we've done things together that you can't believe that yeah, no one will ever find out about because we've done them together and that's it. You only need fucking three friends around yeah. you that are powerful and look after you and you can do whatever you want, mate. Mm. You can take over a gaff. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. Do you feel quite relieved now? Because I had that when we had to yeah, get rid of yeah, some yeah, people. Yeah. I mean, listen, like, I was I was upset. I was more stressed out that the work that I had to put on myself from things that weren't done, that, that was a hard thing for me. But listen mate you get them fucking creases and you wind them out you move forward you crack on you keep putting one foot in front of the other and you'll get there if mm. you sit there dwell about it sort yourself have a sulk you ain't gonna fucking move forward no definitely and I think if you stay too long on decision as well especially hiring and firing and stuff like that yeah, yeah, I think yeah, when yeah. It, to the point where you 60% know that you should have done that it's too late of course well. mate listen look, I, look mate I'm no expert I make, yeah, yeah. I make mistakes every day of the week you know what I mean but mm. like sometimes if, if, if the wood's starting to rot you've got to cut it out yeah it's about TikTok as well I do love you on TikTok it is it's fantastic I even saw some of the guys coming in and saying they saw you on TikTok and wanted photos and everything like that do you think TikTok is now overtaking Instagram for like your community well, like, I, I don't know you know I think Twitter is always going to be number one for me Twitter is yeah. always going to be number one like, like I looked at my engagements I get like fucking oh, so I keep swearing on this like, podcast you, yeah crack on yeah um, it's fine I get, like, I get like 100 million engagements a week on my Twitter it's, oh, ma- wow. it's madness I mean uh TikTok is Pat, TikTok is the younger generation. Like, I mean, we've got videos and they've got five million views. It's yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. you know. Whereas on on Instagram, they might only get hundred thousand. The Stella video. Yeah, relax, drink Stella. Relax, <laughs> drink Stella. You know, it make you feel so better. We've got even got some of the Stellas for you over there. Thank so. you very much. I'll drink them later. <laughs> I thought they were going early start. Before you get you get a couple of them. Well, there's eighteen <laughs> of them there, so you'll be able to smash them out later. But that's the thing. You can just go viral so quickly on there. And I think maybe that generation didn't see you on The Apprentice. They didn't see Master Chef or anything like that. I think Master Chef might be a bit of an older generation anyway and now it's massive yeah like I see the amount of people using your sound as well the I don't get nervous but I'm starting to get a little bit shaky mate, was, mate did you know that was the number one trending thing on TikTok yeah. for four months my mate quotes it all the time he's never watched The Apprentice and had no idea who we were and stuff like that I was like you, you say it every day when I call you and he's like oh him he's a legend I'm like right okay <laughs> it's like the sound sort of takes over doesn't it Cause yeah 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 yeah. yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you can't really go anywhere without hearing it now nah I know it's mental like I had someone quote it in a business meeting before like client meeting talking about recruitment and they quoted it and I was like about their hiring plans I'm, oh, I'm a little bit nervous and they just said it and I was like, <laughs> I was like what is happening here I was like it's, it's going everywhere but then so your, your spike so obviously the whole point of the podcast being called the spike is the thing that's unique to you <coughs> that's made you stand out I mean there's probably quite a few things for yourself what do you think the thing that you possess the personality trait the skill that has really separated you uh, like, uh, if I, had to, I think hard work and I do work hard you know I do probably work too hard sometimes people say to me mate you're going to give yourself a heart attack calm yeah. down you know there are, there are days where I'll get up before I am and it'll still be half 11 at night and I'll still be grafting mm. um, but I, I like to give a good service and, and, and I don't like letting people down you know I've always been about that. And I like to bring my team with me. Yeah. But oh, I keep that, that bacon and egg sandwich <laughs> repeating on me. Like, 
I'm, I'm a great believer of like, like, look, there's no point being the richest man in the pub, you know what I mean? And no one's going to drink with you. I'm, I'm like bringing my friends and family yeah. with me, you know what I mean? We're going to go out together. We all go out together, you know what I mean? And we're all going to go out. We're all going to eat. We're all going to have a good time. And, and, and I'm, I'm all about a close, a close knit, like, listen, close and tight and looking after each other and, and being friendly and, and, and just being honest as well, you know? Like, if I've got a problem, like, if I've got, a, if I've got something bad going on, I'll say, listen, I've got a problem. And that's it. That's how I've yeah. always been. No, definitely. Looking back at the last three years, things it's kind of been a bit of a mental view. Obviously, you had COVID as well. I don't want to talk about COVID too much. I can't stand talking. I about want to it work every day through COVID, mate. I didn't, it didn't stop me. Yeah, I every day through it's, COVID. Yeah. Uh, it's been But what looking back now, what's been like the highlight that you always think? You know, I made not I made it moment, but the moment you look back on, if it gets a bit down, you think this is why we're doing this. I think uh, one of them. I was obviously getting married to my getting married to my beautiful wife. That was one of my highlights. Having my little boy Emery, mm-hmm. mate, my little boy, I love him so much. That was a, that was a massive thing for me. Um, yeah, love that. Um, well, another one was when Lord Sugar went to me if, if I was at war and I was in the trenches, I'd have Tom Skinner by my we side. We spoke about this on the way up. <laughs> on the way up today, we were just having a chat. That, and that, was, a, that was a mad thing. Um, yeah, I, won, I won male personality of the year. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> um, mate, I'm just, a, I'm just a geezer that sold things out of the back of a van was in Romford. two years in a row? Yeah, it was to you. Know, <laughs> yeah, wanted, just, to be, wanted to be humble about it. But I was like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, look, I'm, I'm a geezer like who just sold crap out the back of the van, and I got given a chance, and I've, I've grabbed the ball by the on, and I've run with it, you know, and I've pushed it, and I've built something spectacular. I wake up every morning, and I'm grateful for the option I've been given, mm. and I wouldn't have got here without the hard work and my team around me. But yeah, there, there, there ain't really one highlight. There's several highlights. Series. There is, I mean, look at this. I've got a shop. Yeah, it's amazing, I've got a isn't shop it? next door to Boots in, in the busiest shopping centre yeah, in Europe. Yeah, the West Ham shop as well. You know what I mean? The West Ham shop's over there. Like, yeah. I've, got, I've got a sales office. You know, we've, 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 we've loads of guys on the phone every day. Like, I go to, I've got these giant warehouses full of stock. It, like, it's mad. You know what I mean? I, I walk down the street and people go, all right, Tom, keep going, mate. We love you. We follow you on Twitter. We've seen you on TikTok. It's crazy. It's, honestly, it's crazy. And there ain't nothing. There ain't, there ain't one highlight really, there's several highlights, but it's just been a journey and I'm, I'm, and I'm going to carry on going and this train ain't stopping, you know mm. what I mean? I've got a shout out to these egg chairs. These egg chairs are they're, they're so sick as well. We were looking at them earlier and I was like, oh, I feel like I might have to walk away with one or something like that. Yeah, we'll do your one as well. well you, now we've got you down here, you know what I mean? We'll get you going in the back of the motor. I said this to Callan on the way up. I was like, someone's walking away with something. Either you're walking away with a driver, I'm walking away with like a new set of chairs or something like that. But it's... um. So just, oh, there we go. That's what I'm going to say. Um, obviously, with people recognising you in front of that, I know a lot of people say they struggle to sort of take themselves out of it, remain level-headed, and everything like that. What do you think has been like the highlight for you to keep doing that? Because you don't come across as someone that is big-headed at all. Like, I've met no, you a couple mate. of times now. You just mate, listen. Look, look, look listen. Like, I used to sell crap out of the back of a van, mm. yeah, on car boot sales and market stalls. Like, like. I ain't no one special. You know what I mean? All I'm is I'm a hard worker. Like, I'm never, I'm never going to think I'm better than no one ever. Like, I, I ain't, you know what I mean? I ain't that person. Like, keep level-headed. I'm, listen, we are all the same. We're all cut in the same cloth. Don't make me no better just because I've got a successful business and that. Yeah. So what? I can, have a, I can have a cut of nice meals. You know what I mean? That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm no, still, the same, per- I'm still mm. the same person. I've still got the same mates. I've still got the same family. I love my family. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm never going to change, ever. Mm. I'm just going to keep building and building and growing and building and, 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 you know, take over the world one day. No, definitely. <laughs> what, what's next for Bosch as well? I know obviously the drivers came out recently. Yes, yeah, so, more so, recent so actually we sold a thousand drivers this week. A thousand golf drivers. Where, like, where, where did the idea come from as well? Because it's obviously you've got furniture, then you had pillows, mate, which I is... Just, like, I'm just one in people where like, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a weirdo. Like, when, <laughs> like I am like, I don't like things when they're expensive. And I think, why is it so expensive? And I went to go and buy a new golf club. And I remember it being like 600 quid for a decent yeah, driver. I can't get into I was golf. Like, ah, 
Why? Yeah. What is going on? And and we got it. Um, yeah, when I got my manufacturer, because I thought I'm not having this, brought it back, and it's a really bloody good mm. driver that's affordable. You know what I mean? And, and we sold a thousand, or just over a thousand drivers this week, which is probably more than what Callaway done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Callaway was having a go with one early, and he was just like, oh, I know, he was like, this is really good, and I was like, I have no idea about <coughs> golf. I can't get into it. I don't mind Top Golf. I can do that. Top Golf is good fun. Yeah, Top, yeah, and there's one in London, which is like Greenwich, Pennsylvania, or something like that. It's near the O2, and yeah, that yeah, one's yeah, 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 that yeah. one's unreal as well. But then, right, it's so a dinner party, three guests, dead or alive, for anything else. We spoke to Joe about this, and his one was actually really, really good. I'll tell Who did you, he pick? I'll tell you after. Go, 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 pick, go. Dad, which is fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hitler was because you just said it, how interesting would that be? And I was like, yeah, I guess. And I think he said Churchill was the last one. So he said I got Hitler and Churchill in the same room together. And I was like, yeah, I'll get that. Free dinner guests. Anyone, yeah? Anyone. I got in trouble with one of mine. I said Madeleine McCann so I can know what happened and I can finally let everyone know. <laughs> it, but it's true though, isn't it? Could you imagine? Could you imagine like finding, finding out what's happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you, yeah. you'd know, oh, yeah. Girl. I got in a bit of trouble for that one. Um, I have to think about this one. I think Bobby Moore. Yeah. Just I'd love to have a chat with him. Sorry for a calm, calm Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. That's a good one. Mate, Amy Winehouse. I just thought, I remember going to this little, do you know what? I remember, I've always loved her music, yeah? And I remember going to this little, like, backstreet bar in Soho. Mm. And we walk into this beautiful, it's like a jazz bar, and there was people playing music, singing, and it was only tiny. And the whole walls were covered with paintings of Amy, of Amy Winehouse. And they was all for sale, and I was, I was trying to have a deal to buy one in there with a fella. I just thought she'd been so interesting to talk yeah. to. I don't know what I don't know what moment thinking that one. Amy Winehouse. And who else who else we think? We've had a lot of people say Bieber, just for the stories. Justin Bieber? For the stories, yeah. I think someone that's been famous since they were like seven. Yeah, all the stuff that he's yeah, been just, through. I don't know, I don't know. I think you're doing me in. <laughs> I think I'll be like, shut up, mate, you're doing me brain in. Uh so we we've got Bobby Moore, we've got Amy Winehouse. Dean Ashton. Running our West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> funny, I see. Funny, I see Trevor, uh, Trevor Sinclair when I was away on holiday last week. He's a nice man. I was in my bar and he, he do you know, the match thing. I, I was a bit stressed out. Got on a plane, like blah, a bit of egg checking in, and he went. He kind of bosh. I didn't recognise me. I went bloody. I was Trevor Sinclair. How you doing, mate? You all right? Um, yeah. So we're gonna have Amy Winehouse. We're gonna have Bobby Moore, and I think we're gonna have the Queen. Queen, yeah. I think we're gonna have the Queen, mate. Because you can say you've had what are you, what are you eating. I Bit of pie mash, eh? So you have pie mash of the Queen. Bit of pie mash of the Queen. Who can say that? What'd you do? What'd you do the weekend? I sat down with Amy Winehouse, Bobby Moore, and the Queen, and a bit of pie mash. <laughs> <laughs> Would be definitely an interesting table, wouldn't it? Be a different table, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be a good one. But um, yeah, I mean, nearly the end of it. Is there anything else you want to go through? Obviously, tell everyone about the shop. Tell everyone yeah, about the drivers so look, where they can find guys, everything. Guys, if, if you need a mattress, need a bed, come to Bosch Beds. Um, we make everything in the UK. We specialise in our products being built in the UK. Affordability, quality, and customer service are my three key things. Um, we deliver nationwide, and also we do garden furniture. Now we do Bosch drivers, we do garden heaters, and our range is always, always growing. And uh, we've got some, yeah, we've got some exciting things out in this year. Some, some oh, which I can't tell you about, but some exciting new TV shows uh, coming out this year as well, which are which are big, 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 big. So I've got that happening, and and. Um, yeah, I want to wish you good luck with your podcast as yeah, well. I, I, you know, I've got a feeling I know what that could be because I keep saying, I said to someone the other week, that you I can't like, say you, it, I'm not going to say it, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but I said, to, I said, it was Joe, I was speaking to him and I said, I think you can't that's say the it. next thing. <laughs> I'll tell you after, as soon as the camera's stuff, I'll say what my, uh, my incline is. But no, Tom, thanks for having us on. No, nah, pretty well done, mate.
Thank you. Yeah. Well done. Have a good day.